Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Thursday was the first school mass, and it was on the feast of St. Lawrence. So I asked the kids, I said, before you raise your hands, because they love to volunteer. <laughs> I don't even get the question out, and there's like 200 hands up sometimes. But I told them this time, don't, don't wait. Wait till you hear it. I only want people to raise your hands if you know quite a bit about St. Lawrence. So with two uh, seventh graders I picked back here, and a third grader I picked way over here. And I told them to come up. Tell me one thing you know about St. Lawrence. So the third grader, she said, St. Lawrence loved God. I said, you're absolutely right. He loved him so much. So I asked the second one, the seventh grader, tell me one thing. He gave to the poor. He helped the poor. And those who were infirmed, those who were on the margins of society, he was not selfish. He was for others. I said, absolutely. So we talked a little bit about, you know, St. Lawrence lived in the year, probably around 265 was when he died. Two or three days before this moment, I'm going to tell you, they killed the Pope. So what was St. Lawrence going to be thinking about his future? And he's the treasurer. And they came to him, as you know how the story and the history is so far back there, there's probably legend attached to this too. They told Lawrence, we know you use gold and silver for your services. The emperor needs that gold. We're coming to get it. Get it ready. So what did St. Lawrence do? Well, the legend says he gave it away to the poor. He knows he can't keep it. He said, here, hide this. He gave it away. And then... When the Roman officials came, they said, where's the gold? Where's the treasures? St. Lawrence motioned to all the people he had gathered. He gathered all the poor and the marginalized right there. He said, here's the treasures of the church. Now, I asked the third seventh grader, what word would you say? I was surprised by the word he picked because you don't hear this word that often anymore. And it's unfortunate because maybe the quality's not around as much anymore. He said St. Lawrence was loyal. Am, am I not right? You don't hear that word in this, like we used to. People used to be loyal to each other. Companies were loyal to their employees in some spheres and, and vice versa. In all kinds of other ways, we might have used that word before. Seventh grader, he was loyal, and he was loyal. Lawrence was loyal to the people he was serving, and he was loyal to God. He knew when he said that, was that going to rile them up? Absolutely. And right after that, he was martyred. You see the statue over there? The grill. When a saint is martyred, usually a symbol of the way that they died is in the statue. He's carrying the grill, because he was burned on a grill. 
And of all the saint stories I've ever heard of those who gave up their lives, as far as I can tell, he's the only one who has humor at that moment. It was a defiant humor. You know what I'm going to say now. They put him on there, and after a little while, he said, hey, I'm done on this side. You can turn me over now. <laughs> he was saying to them, you can't separate me from God. So I thought, wow, what three great qualities. So our parish, founded in 1958, had that name, St. Lawrence. The archbishop called on a young, energetic Irish priest who was serving down in Miami and said, I want you to go to Tampa and start a parish. And that person was Father Lawrence Higgins. Whether you're new to St. Lawrence or you've been here a long time, we have a rich heritage. And it's good to know your faith heritage. Because out of that heritage is our roots. And those people who are the founders, they built this place. And now we have the stewardship to continue it on from generation to generation. So that gospel passage, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, they had many of those experiences. I want to tell you about two of them now. One that I heard about and one that happened in my life. And then I want to ask you to think about, have you had these kinds of experiences too? Transforming experiences. So here's the first one. I remember my first Uber drive. I was in Philadelphia. Guy comes, looks pretty simple. It's all online, you don't have to worry about any money, it's just back and forth on the credit card. So we're going along, the guy was friendly. I like to ask questions. I said to him, so um, how did you become an Uber driver? He said, I used to make six figures. He was from the Middle East. I had my own company, but I was working all the time. And one day, my four-year-old daughter, as I was going to work again, was out on the driveway. And she was asking me, Daddy, can you take me for ice cream? And it hit him in his heart. He never got to take her for ice cream. He was always working. He gave up the company. He became an Uber driver. He said, now I drive her to school. I pick her up at the end of the day. I don't want to miss my daughter's life. He let the grain of wheat die. He gave that all up, and something beautiful happened in his life and his family. I'll tell you one about me. There's one thing when I became a priest that I did not want to do, was go back to the seminary and teach. I said, Lord, please, don't ask me to do that. When I got out of the seminary, that's enough seminary. And they kept asking me to come teach there. In fact, when I would go to visit there, I'd go to visit. I just arrived. Here's the rector. I'd shake his hand. He said, when are you coming to work here? I said, wait a minute. Whatever happened to hello? <laughs> I didn't want to go. And one night I was reading in the Bible. 
It was about Jesus in Capernaum, and the people loved him there. And he was able to do so many uh, healings and miracles. He was praying to his father. And Peter comes and says, Lord, all the people are looking for you. And he tells Peter, we need to move on. I need to move on and continue to preach in other places. And I would just was thinking about the seminary. It just hit me. Oh, my gosh. You want me to go there? And I did go there. That was a grain of wheat moment. I had to give up what I wanted. And God did something beautiful. All of the disciples of Jesus, all the real disciples, Peter and Andrew, John and James and Paul, eventually, they all had grain of wheat moments when they had to let what they were doing die so that they could follow the Lord. My guess is most of us have moments like that. Can you think of a moment in your life when you had to let the grain of wheat die? Something that was your agenda so that God could do something great. I told the kids at school, yeah, St. Lawrence loved God. He was not selfish. He cared about others. He was loyal. And I said, what kind of quality makes a person be willing to die? They said, bravery. I said, could we have a better patron than St. Lawrence? Now, by the way, you know how we got the name? Back in that day, the archbishop would tell a pastor, pick three names and I'll pick the name of the parish for you. Monsignor Lawrence, he loved his name. <laughs> He loved his patron saint. So you know what he did? He gave the archbishop three names, but two of them on there, the archbishop would never have chosen. <laughs> and so we ended up at St. Lawrence Catholic Church. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.